Thank you again for joining us today at I-80 Sports. We're talking about the LA Rams. Time for our early season projections. Steve, you ready to go? Oh yeah, we are almost done with this, and you know, it, you got you did a great job while I was away in Boston. So you know, I'm just excited to finish this up. Well, thank you. Let's get started with the L.A. Rams and their new quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Stafford was quarterback 15 on the Lions last year. Now with the Rams, much better offense, much better coaching, much better organization overall. Goff, who started uh, for this team last season, who uh, Stafford will replace, put up quarterback 18 numbers in 2021. I could see Stafford with about 4,400 yards in this new system, 28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Steve, what do you got for Matthew Stafford? Um, Right now, he's QB 10 with an ADP of 712. Um, and you know, for me, for me personally, I have his numbers a little bit higher because mostly it, it's affected by the Cam Akers injury. I, I, you know, people were talking about who's going to benefit from, um, from this injury, you know, it, you know, benefits the wrong word, but you know what I'm trying to say. And, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, Daryl Henderson's going to get the bump and rightfully so, but it's Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is going to get this bump because it's going from it's going from, you know, evenly running to uh, to just, you know, Matthew Stafford's just going to go ballistic. And he has and he has three great wide receiver options, a great tight end option. And I think he's just going to ball out. I have him as my QB 14. Um, I have him throwing for 49.99 and 33 touchdowns, and you know, and out and, and based on Matthew Stafford's history, I would just not be surprised if he just outperforms that, um, outperforms his ADP and my projection. I'll come out and uh, you know, be the hater. Uh, Matthew Stafford is actually the lowest quarterback uh, below consensus ADP that I have in all of football. Um, I, I he's good. He's smart. He's a pro. He's on a brand new offense. So mm-hmm. I, I can't just have him balling out year one. I, I know he's going to come in prepared. He's not going to look like he's new to the system. I just, I'm not going to pay for that price. And I think, you know, where I have him is uh, a quarterback 20 <laughs> something. Um, he, he is very low. I will not be owning any Matthew Stafford. And it's not because I don't like him or think he's going to outproduce my projections. I just couldn't find the numbers to, to, to rank him any higher in where he's going ahead of Ryan Tannehill, ahead of Jalen Hurts in drafts. No, just absolutely not for me. Uh, I will not be owning any, and uh, I'm going to get some hate. I know people are going to comment on this and say, how dare you uh, slander Matt Stafford, and, <laughs> and maybe they'll be right. I'm okay missing on Matthew Stafford. I yeah. just can't whittle the numbers. I do have to say where I have him is kind of a, a quarterback dead zone where if I add even one touchdown, he jumps like seven spots in <laughs> in, in my rankings, and that's okay. I yeah, maybe, I, maybe I, I don't have the guts to do it. Maybe I just don't have the guts to do it, and that's I, okay. I, I mean, it, you know, 33 touchdowns is not out of range. I have him with 33. I think I, how many interceptions did I give him? I gave, I gave him because he was wild because he's always been kind of efficient. I gave him 13. He could probably, if I, that's about his season average. He's thrown about 13 average. And uh, I could actually pull it up per 16 for touchdowns. You know, he had that 140 touchdown season. 
He's going about 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, which isn't great. And I, that's why I think I have him appropriately priced. And we will see very soon. But let's get to the, the meat of the show. Let's talk about the <laughs> running back situation. Cam Akers goes down. Daryl Henderson is an obvious beneficiary. Now, you can say that they're going to throw more. Yeah, maybe. But Daryl Henderson went from being a depth chart piece to the top running back of a team. I have him stepping into the spotlight uh, with with really nothing special. 170 carries, 731 yards, seven touchdowns, and about 20 receptions. That is because of the signing of Sony Michelle, a player who I like and hesitantly gave a whole bunch of carries to. So I think Daryl Henderson will lead this backfield in a... 40, 35, 15 split. I don't even know if that adds up to 100. I'm just making this up off the top of my head. <laughs> I think he he won't have, uh, he won't reach that 50% mark, but he will be a useful piece. And that is a much more useful piece than he was at the beginning of fantasy drafts. Yeah. Um, and he is running back. He's running back 36, but I think that went up. Um, he has an ADP of 708. And that went up too because I've been seeing him go as high as the fourth or third and fourth round. Um, and you know, for me personally, I I have him as running back nineteen. I have him getting the majority of the carries. I, I you know uh, I have him with nine hundred and ninety five rushing yards and eight touchdowns. You know, I, I also gave him um, I also gave him thirty seven receptions for three hundred and sixty three yards and three touchdowns on top of that. But the thing is, is I'm going to be a sell on him because, you know, last year before Cam Akers really came into his role, that that backfield was a running back by committee. And I think that that's going to be a I think it's going to continue to be a running back by committee with Henderson, Michelle and Xavier Jones, you know, and and, you know, I, I agree. Now, let's look at the guys where he is uh, being drafted around because he's being drafted right now a spot ahead of DeAndre Swift. That's a no for me. Yeah, I'll take Swift. Um, what about what about uh, Miles Sanders, a player that I am higher on than many people? I will. I will probably. That's a tough one. Oh, because I, I am owning nothing of Miles Sanders this year. I've been burned by him too many times. James Robinson. I'll take James Robinson. That's a tough one for me too. Mike Davis. I think I might even go Mike Davis because he's kind of mm. just just slotted in for I, more work. I, I but would, I would I, take Ronald Jones over him. This is what I call yeah. the running back dead zone in that third round. There, uh, I just don't really want any of these guys. I want to leave with either a stud running back or two very good running backs in the first two rounds. Third round. I don't like any of these running backs, and I'm, I'm not going to be drafting them. I'm going to be taking Allen Robinson there. I'm going to be taking Mike Evans there. I'm going to be taking uh, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin there. So uh, yeah. Daryl Henderson is going to have some opportunity. I don't think he's going to be a bell cow back. We don't need to go nuts. No. But draft him and, and keep your expectations that he's going to be a running back one, and he's going to be useful throughout the season. Yeah, that that's a good um, that's a good comparison, yeah. Now, next are the backups to Daryl Henderson, Xavier Jones, and Sony Michelle. Before Sony Michelle came to town, I was an Xavier Jones guy. I was like, this is the year. Um, this is the sleeper. Because I do have about 230 carries left in this backfield to give amongst these two running backs. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have Sony with about 160 carries, 672 yards, four touchdowns. It's always a question of Sony Michelle if he can stay healthy. He does have that arthritic knee, similar to what Todd Gurley has. Um, I have him with 28 receptions, 336, and four touchdowns. Being useful and being mm. uh, actually 
um, <clears throat> scoring just about the same as Daryl Henderson in fantasy leagues. Um, yeah, I have uh, uh, when I just when Sony Michelle got traded over. First off, let me give you their average ADPs. Um, Xavier is running back 48 and Sony Michelle is 54 running back 54. I, I didn't put down the rounds that's they're going at the ends of drafts 11th um, round ish. Yeah. And so like I distributed the carries assuming that Daryl Henderson is going to get 226 rush attempts. I, um, I basically carried over, um, Sony Michelle's rushing attempts from new England. I had him at 144, um, no, I had him in the, I had him in the low one hundreds and then I gave him like an additional 40 attempts because I think that, it, um, because I originally had Xavier Jones with a hundred and uh, 150 attempts. And I think I moved him, um, to Michelle and then gave Xavier Jones 74. And, you know, so I have it basically broken down with 995 for Daryl Henderson, 605 for Sony Michelle and 319 for Xavier Jones. Um, I have Henderson getting the bulk of the receiving work, giving him 55 targets. And then I just gave 37 targets between Michelle and Xavier Jones. Cause I just don't know. I just don't know how that's going to um, play out. And, the, and when we, yeah. you know, we look at Daryl, um, we look at Daryl Henderson here, he was a backup to Gurley. And then, you know, he played all through 2019 and they said, we need Cam Akers. So that tells you all you need to know about how this backfield is being mm-hmm. split up. I think Xavier Jones is a swing for the fences. If something happened to Daryl Henderson, I don't think Sony Michelle can handle a full season's worth of work. And Xavier no, Jones is going not. to be as valuable as he was just a few weeks ago. Let's yeah. talk about wide receiver, shall we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get away from this because it, it's such a We can backfield. go another 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, so Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup played 15 games, ended up at wide receiver 27 last season. Uh, at this point in his career, I don't really think you could trust him to put up 16 games. So I have him currently at 115 targets, 78 receptions, mm-hmm. 899 yards, and five touchdowns. I have him wide receiver 37 on the NFL season. Yeah, Cooper Cup is wide receiver 20 with an ADP of 505. Um, I have him, uh, you know... As I'm prefacing is with you as well, that as long as he stays healthy, he could be a good, um, consistent wide receiver. He, he has shown he can be. And with 15, you know, 15 games is not out of the question to be a good fantasy wide receiver because, you know, most players, like 90% of players don't play all 16 or, or in this case, yeah. 17 games. Um, but I have him on track for 90 receptions on 126 targets for 11, 16 and seven touchdowns. He is my wide receiver, 17. 28 years old and only his fifth uh, league season. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like where you have him, and I, for me, I, I can't justify Cooper Cup over anyone else where his current ADP is. He's going just behind Amari Cooper. He's going ahead of Deontay Johnson. I know how you feel about that. He's going ahead of the uh, Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett and Brandon Ayuk. So where Cooper I Cup is, probably, I would probably take Thielen and Ayuk. Those are probably the only ones. Obviously, you wouldn't Deontay. take Deontay Johnson. Come on, I, I would take. I, I, I mean, you, uh, Deontay. Obviously, I would take Deontay <laughs> over Cooper Cup because I because I I think Deontay is more dynamic. But you know. I, I like Cooper Cup, but for me, his current ranking at, and I'm seeing him at 412 behind Chris Godwin, it doesn't properly assess his risk. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll see players going at a discount and the risk is built into that discount. I'm not oh, getting yeah. a discount on Cooper Cup. I want a discount on Cooper Cup. I want, let, let's, let's get the coupon clipper out here because I'm not paying full <laughs> price. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but you know, this isn't a grocery store where, where you could take a million coupons in it and pay and pay like $1.30 for $400 worth of items. So, you know. It is what it is. Let's talk about Robert Woods because Robert Woods finished wide receiver 13 last season with his third straight 130 plus target season. Impressively, he caught 69.8% of his balls, had six touchdowns on the season. I have Woods next year with 125 targets, 81 receptions for 1,016 yards, seven touchdowns. He's no spring tip chicken now at 29, but I do think he has a few more solid seasons of production. He's not the player for me who just relies on his body and athleticism. Mm. He just, he's got good hands. He runs good route. He does everything well. I like Robert yeah. Woods. Yeah. Robert Woods right now, consensus wise is wide receiver 18 um, with an ADP of 411. That hasn't really changed. Um, I have, uh, I, you know, it's hard to believe that he's actually not 30, you know, that he said he's going to be 29, but I think that he's going to continue to dominate the Rams target share. I have, I actually, I have really have him way high in my consensus i have him as wide receiver six with uh, you know with 130 targets 83 receptions and 1256 yards i have i have the yards per catch up a little bit because it is matthew stafford and i have him with eight touchdowns you know and i know that he's far above the adp but you know with Matthew Stafford at quarterback, and I really, I, I know, I'm just, I'm, I'm much higher. I, you know, I have him at thirteen point yard, thirteen point one yards per reception, and I think, and I think that Robert Woods can hit those numbers. I feel like your therapist. Like I feel like I'm just being quiet and letting you talk in circles on Robert Woods. I like it. <laughs> I have him at wide receiver 25, and at the current price, I just like the other guys better. I'm more excited about, and I'm more excited about Shark, about Gabriel Shark. Davis. That's just what I am this year. So um, Robert Woods, I, I have to say I'm out just because I'm not excited. He he's like he's like the meat of the meat and potatoes, like or he's like the potatoes of the meat and potatoes. Like like he's he's good for you. You need some Robert Woods on your plate. Maybe if you went a little too risky, you grab some Robert Woods and, and he's healthy. He's good for you. He's just not someone that I'm getting excited for this year. Um, Robert Woods. I'm, I'm we will see what he brings out. Sure. I'm going to rebuttal with you on that real quick because, you know, he's going to get at least 130 to 100. Now with a 17 game season, he could get he could um, damn well come near to 150 targets. You know, if and he's going and his ADP is in the third or fourth round, like. It, you want a you got you want a guy who's going to get at least 130 to 150 targets in the third round. That 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 is good. That is good wide receiver one numbers. You know you're going to. I, I keep on. If saying you this, could I, sign me up and guarantee me that, I can, I'm on I think, board. I think if you can. can guarantee me that, I will get on board. However, um, when we talk about his catch rate, 69.8 last season, that was the highest of his career by almost seven percent. So. Okay. Okay, what is uh, Stafford going to bring? Maybe that goes up. Maybe that goes down. I just didn't like... um, I I don't think it was quite as replicable as we're making it seem. He's not quite a plug-and-play to me. We look at his games over the last few years. 13, 12, 16, 15, 16. Okay, he's been healthy as of late, but earlier in his career, maybe not so much. I'm okay where you have him, and I'm okay missing. Okay. Let's move on and talk about the other two uh, wide receiver prospects here, Van Jefferson and Tutu as well. Neither are being drafted currently 
in drafts, but I do love Van Jefferson, not necessarily as a standalone player, but with, uh, with a lot of upside. I have him currently with 55 catches, 34 receptions, 392 yards, not worth rostering at that level. But I, I kind of see him as like this best ball or like a deep dynasty guy where if you can get him and Cooks goes down, uh, uh, Robert Woods goes down, or you take him and Cooper Cup goes down, he can be a lot more than just that. I would never say take a wide receiver handcuff, but in a best ball format, I will own Van Jefferson in some uh, leagues this year. Yeah, um, I, I I wrote out a whole thing about you know potential target share, blah blah blah. I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid that um, because you know I just don't see a lot of value for either one. Um, I did give Van Jefferson 102 targets, but I think that that's just too many targets. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust that. I have. But you have this team throwing a ton, so well, that yeah, could I be mean, that you just dropped all the extra Stafford. It's Matthew Stafford. So, yes, they're going to be throwing a ton. You know, 102 targets isn't out of the question. 730 yards, um, that's not out of the question. Four touchdowns, that's one more than what he had last year. You know, 128.6 um, points is where I have him at. I mean, maybe why in half in half PPR, maybe that's a, a flex play. But you but you have to go you have to go straight up matchup for him and I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a sell on him because I think I think the next player we're gonna talk about I think he has more value. If you love playing for injuries, then uh, Van Jefferson might be the guy for you. We wouldn't <laughs> recommend doing that here at IED Sports. And uh, then we have Tutu Atwell, who is a special teams guy. That's yeah. where I have him. Yeah, yeah I mean teams. he was a, he's a second round guy. The one thing that I will note is there is an out for um for Cooper Cup's contract after the after the season. So, you know, we could if Van Jefferson or Tutu Atwell shows out this year, we could really you know, it could really be discussed whether Cooper Cup will stay on this team or not. I yeah, well, I mean you got to reassess every year. That is for sure. Um, Van Jefferson did have a nice little season last year. He did catch one touchdown pass, uh, caught 61% of his balls for 13. Um, no, what was it? 11.6 yards per reception. So he, he did. And I, when I remember Van Jefferson, I remember him catching more touchdowns. Maybe I just watched the <laughs> same highlight multiple times. It is what it is. Let's talk about the tight end position with Tyler Higby. For me, tight end targets just aren't going to be there. Um, Higby hasn't been great. He's been overrated, overdrafted his entire NFL career. I have him with 75 targets, 80, uh, sorry, 75 targets, 53 receptions, 604 yards and four <laughs> touchdowns, which leaves him at tight end 19 on my draft board. Um, Where he, let's see, where is he going? He is right now tight end 15 with an ADP of 1204. Um. I'm I'm looking at something, so you go ahead and talk about your projection. Yeah, so we heard about Tyler Higby last year, and you know Gerald Everett was always the best tight end on this team, and Higby didn't do it. And this year, in the beginning of the offseason, everyone was out on Tyler Higby, and now they're coming back around, and we're hearing Tyler Higby hype again. I don't know how many more times I need to say it. Uh, Tyler Higby ain't it. He ain't it. <laughs> I have him with a career high in yards, a career high in touchdowns, and a career high in targets, and that still lands him as tight end 19 on my big board. It just, it, it's not happening. You can wait all you want. Tyler Higby is a no. Um, 
Well, I, I'll say this. I have Tyler Higby as my tight end six. I have him with 118 targets. I think he's going to be the third target in this offense. Um, 89 receptions, 988 yards, and five touchdowns. But I am a sell because I admit that I think that while I think he can achieve all this, I think that he may be overranked. I am putting him at his absolute ceiling, you know, and, and, you know, when we put players at our absolute ceilings, we know that there is a good possibility that they're not going to meet those expectations. And, you know, do I believe that Higby can reach this? Yes. I a hundred percent believe that, but you know, unlike my top five tight ends, my top five tight ends are Kelsey Pitts, water Waller, Kittle and Hawkinson. And, you know, and I think I think those five players will outdo the do my projections for them. But I think uh, but Tyler Higby is quite literally my top tight end candidate who will probably underperform. I completely agree. I know we're going to get a lot of uh, Rams hate on this episode, and that's oh, all right, because we're being honest with our projections and t- telling you where to grab guys in fantasy drafts. Steve, I mean, do you have any last word about the Rams? I mean, we're, we talk about we talk about hate, but like just remember Rams fans that I did give a lot of love to uh Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods. Those are those are two players that I'm really high on this year. Closing your heart. Okay. This has been the Rams preseason projections. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>